Have you ever felt like fear is holding you back? Like you want so badly to see that next stage of your life. Like you can almost taste it. You can feel it. It's keeping you up at night, but you just feel stuck because you're afraid. You're afraid of starting because what if you fail? It has failed so many times before and starting again, it's almost a higher risk because if it fails one more time, I just won't be able to do it. So today what I want to do is actually help you walk through this fear. I have a six step kickstart guide to help you move past fear and into action. Hey, I am Jess and I'm obsessed with all things nutrition, science, and helping you navigate this information while maintaining a deep sense of peace and empowerment in your body. I'm a registered dietitian who started out with an eating disorder and then fell in love with learning about how God intricately designed our bodies to be resilient and so much more than superficially beautiful. I am now a mama who loves to be healthy, not because of how it makes me look, but because of how it has transformed the energy I can give to my family, my friends, and you. On this show, we hit on real talk around the latest nutrition science and body image resiliency, all while balancing it between grit and grace. Think of this as your weekly audio copy to encourage your empowered eating journey. This is the Fuel Her Awesome podcast. Oh, good old fear. (laughs) I know we all relate to this. I mean, we all face something in our life that feels scary. And when it comes to growth and personal growth, this is inevitable. I know I have felt this in so many places along my journey. And actually starting this podcast, I think that's some of the greatest fear I ever felt because I was like, oh my gosh, like this, if this fails, it's in front of people, (laughs) right? And so I want to talk about overcoming fear and how we can move past it because I am a big believer that we not only are called to face fear, but that we do not at our core have a spirit of fear. And I truly believe that when we feel that fear and it's keeping us stuck, it is something that is meant to distract us and and keep us stuck. And I pull my faith into this. I believe that is like the enemy coming in, trying to hold us back from what we're truly called to be doing. So when it comes to fear, I want to invite you today to look at it from a slightly different perspective. At the heart of fear is this fear of failure. Like what if it doesn't work out? And I have this said to me so many times from women I work with, like, Jess, I want to start working with you. Jess, I want to start the program. Jess, I bought the program, but I haven't actually started because I'm afraid of it not working. Sister, I feel you on this. I have felt this in my own health journey. I felt this in my career. I feel this with parenting. I felt this in my marriage. I think it's a part of life. But if we look at moving through fear, one of the key things that I've noticed in looking back, anytime I was afraid, even if the outcome wasn't what I hoped it was, and I could technically classify it as failure, if I was able to keep it in perspective, it actually set me up for that next step. So I'm going to talk a little bit about my career here because I think it's easier for us to grasp that than it is sometimes our own health journey, but then we'll parallel it to what we're doing with our health. So when I started my own private practice, I started back in 2000, I think it was 2015. I had just had my second son. I had just given my first TED talk and I was like, okay, I'm ready to like branch out on my own. And I had a lot of 
imposter syndrome up to until this point. I had a lot of fear holding me back, but I thought, you know what? It's time. So I started blogging, which looking back, (laughs) I'm like, not the best idea because I am notorious for typos. I have a slight form of dyslexia, so I struggle to like put words in the right order, especially on paper. Probably not the best avenue for me, but you know, it was what the thing was at the time and I had some tools presented to me. So I thought, hey, I'm going to give this a try. So I did it for about six months. And would I say it was a success? Mm, Probably not. It definitely connected me with more people. I made a few sales, but it was not something that was sustainable. So at the time, I chalked it up as a failure. Then I tried a few more things, and they again led to what I called at the time failures. Now, here I am today hosting this podcast, again, something I was very, very afraid to start because I I did feel like this was it. Like, what if this doesn't work out? What if it fails like it's failed in the past? And all of a sudden I had this wave of peace because I looked back at all my quote failures and I realized they were exactly what I needed to prepare me for this next step. So the blogging helped me learn about branding and setting up a website and how to manage the back end of a website, the people I needed on my team to get that started. Some of the next steps where I sold these packages, even though they didn't last very long, they actually helped lay the framework for what I offer now. So all of the things that I had called failures were things that set me up for success for that next step. And if I hadn't had those experiences, I wouldn't have been ready to start this podcast. Now here I am today And we're looking at, I'm on my third year, and I could not be more grateful for this opportunity to work with women like you. It has been so fulfilling in my life to serve you at this level. It has connected me with women I know I was created to serve, and I'm so, so glad fear never held me back. But I was able to step over that fear because I reframed it, the failures that I had embraced in the past. Now, when it comes to you and your health journey, I do think there are a lot of parallels. We try something and it, quote, fails. You know, we try to eat healthier and we fall off the wagon. We try to make some changes in our exercise routine and then the kids are waking up and we can't get into a rhythm and it fails. Sister, all of those things that you have tried that have, quote, failed have given you lessons learned that you can use to build and have set you up to make you equipped and ready for this next step. So as we're moving through some of this fear today, I want to set you up with your six-step Kickstarter framework so that you can start to push past this fear. Maybe it's still there a little bit, but now we've reframed why you're afraid and you're able to move forward. One of my favorite, favorite mantras comes from a Bible verse, and that is that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power of love and of sound mind. And I love that mantra. When I face fear and I feel it, I say it to myself over and over and over again. I say, you know what, Jess, you might be afraid, but that wasn't given to you from God. What God has given you is a spirit of power, of love, and of sound mind. In other words, I have the capacity and the tools I need to do what he's called me to do. And that spirit of fear, that does not come from him. So 
taking that mindset and shifting away from some of the fear, I want to walk through these six steps. And these actually come from a few different behavior change models that I've combined to create my own. One of them that this comes from is the GROW model, which came out in the 1990s by John Whitmore. And the other is the self-determination theory, which this came out long ago. But this theory proposes that humans have basically three fundamental needs. And if met, this can lead to intrinsic motivation, allowing us to actually create change. So that self-determination theory invites us to include uh, community in change, autonomy. So we need to feel in control or that we're the ones in charge of our actions and then competence. So I've taken some of these models and come up with my own six-step kickstart framework. And I'm going to break it down for you, but you probably are going to need a pen and a paper. So if you're listening to this on the go, I get it. That's where I usually listen to my podcasts. So either get your phone out, let's take some notes or pause for a minute and get a pen and a paper. And let's write down some of these steps. Hey, before we dive into the six steps, I just had to make sure y'all knew that you can try my absolute favorite protein powder, Polar Joe Protein, for just a dollar. I get it. Buying a protein powder is a big commitment, especially when we're ordering online because you get the big bag, they're expensive, you pay for the shipping. You want to know it was worth it. The buy. So you can order a single pack from my favorite protein powder company, Polar Joe, for just a dollar. Test it out today. See if it's something you love, which I know you will, and then you can feel confident moving forward. You guys can find details on that in the show notes or at my website, JessBrownRD.com under shop. All right, let's dive in to your six-step Kickstarter guide. Okay, so for the first step, we are going to establish your goal. What is your goal right now? And I want to be really clear about what the goal is right now for you and your health. What does the healthiest version of you mean right now? Does that mean increasing your fitness capacity? Does that mean being more intentional with your food? Does that mean better sleep? What area of your health is requiring your focus right now? What is that goal? Let's get really clear on that. This is a no judgment zone. So even if some of those goals are maybe outside of what feels tangible right now, that's fine. Let's just get those goals out. So that's step number one. Now step number two is pulling that into reality. I want you to evaluate your capacity right now, the season of life you are in. Looking at those goals, how realistic do they feel to attain? What is your capacity? Now, When we look at the reality of this, it doesn't mean those goals can't happen, but we may need to adjust our timeline. So for example, if you are a new mom and you have a goal of like getting back into shape after having a baby, that's a great goal. I'm so here for that. I remember that and it felt really, really good to do after having a baby, but I had to adjust my timeline because after having a baby, I'm not sleeping. I now have this new tiny human that relies on me and requires a lot of energy. And so I don't have the same amount or the same capacity to give to a fitness program or a fitness routine as I did prior to having a baby. So again, the goal is not, it's not that the goal can't be accomplished, but I have to change the timeline at which I'm looking to accomplish this. Another example would be Um, if you start a new job. I do have a woman right now I'm working with who had some very specific health goals and she was crushing them. And then she started a new job. And that new job required a lot of emotional energy, shifts in schedules, things were unpredictable. So her capacity changed. 
again, her goals, it's not that they're not attainable now, but we had to stretch out the timeline. Now, hitting those goals might not happen by October. We may need to be looking into February or March timeframe to reassess those goals. So the capacity piece and the reality check is your second step. And the sole purpose of that is not to change the goal, but to get a realistic idea of your timeline. I have this saying, and I believe this to my core, if women would give themselves two years instead of two months to change, it would, it would change everything. Because a lot of these health goals, they require time, they require energy, and they require grace and patience. They cannot be done in two months. You didn't get to the spot overnight. It's not going to be undone overnight, even though I wish it would. <laughs> I mean, we do live in a world of instant gratification. We know Amazon can overnight or same day ship and deliver. So it makes sense that we want that. But the reality in this case is that it's not going to happen overnight. Assessing your capacity is going to help you come up with a realistic time frame. The third step is to explore your options. So looking at the goal you set and considering your capacity, what are your options? The first option is do nothing. And, and you know what? Maybe after your capacity assess, assessment, that is the most realistic option right now. But I always want to invite you to consider doing nothing because that's going to either one, give you the permission slip to put it on the shelf for now and quit putting this pressure to accomplish something that's really not in your capacity right now, or two, you're going to realize, no, I can't stay here anymore. I need to push forward and it will push you towards the other options. So what are the other options? Do nothing is one. Do a few things are what's next. And I want you to explore that. So, you know, maybe if you are looking at changing up your fitness routine, it's like, well, what are the options? We could sign up for an event. We could join a new gym. We could find a community or a group of other like-minded people that we want to move with. Maybe we start a new fitness program. Maybe we try yoga. We try Pilates. You guys know I'm a CrossFit advocate. Maybe you just dive in and do CrossFit, even though you're afraid or slightly intimidated, which side note, that's how every woman feels when she walks into a new exercise, anything, whether you're trying a new sport, you're trying CrossFit, you're trying, whatever. The first day is scary. So if you feel that you're not alone, it's to be expected. But I want you to just lay out all the options. The fourth step is identify who you can rally for support. Who are you going to put in your corner to hold you accountable, to push you through the hard days, to pick you up on your down days, and to help you along the way? I absolutely love doing this for women. I do this in a one-on-one -on -one setting. I do it through my program. I love encouraging people because I do think when we're making these changes, especially when it's a big goal, it can be really hard to like feel the progress we've made. Sometimes we need an outside person to highlight that for us. So if you're looking for someone like that, I would love to be that person for you. You can find out more about working one-on-one -on -one with me or my program on my website, JessBrownRD.com. But maybe it's something that's actually more tangible and close to home. Like maybe it's your spouse. Maybe it's your best friend. Maybe it's a few people. Bottom line is we need to have some clearly identified humans in our corner that know what we are working towards and that we can talk to when we get stuck. Because it's not if, it's when. <laughs> when we get stuck, when things don't go as planned, or when we need some encouragement. That's step number four. Number five is look at what tools you might be missing and let's get them in your toolbox. 
anytime we're trying to make a change, chances are we don't know some things. Like we need outside information to help us. If you're looking to change your food and your fitness and your overall relationship with your body, I mean, chances are you are because you're here listening to this podcast. This is why I created the Empowered Eating Method. It is that step-by-step guide that truly walks you through the entire process. It walks you through the healing process with food. We have to detox diet culture. We have to look at the way we talk to ourselves. We have to break down some of the body bullying that we do, rewrite the narrative, then we can shift in to the action and moving into our food and being more intentional with our meals, all while learning how our body responds to food. I mean, these are tools that I had to go to school and learn. I mean, they're not something that just naturally came to me. This wasn't experience-based, although, I mean, some of it was because I did live through this in in my college years. Most of it was education-based. It was going to trainings, getting the certifications, becoming a sports specialist, becoming an eating disorder dietitian. Like there is a reason I have those tools because that's my job. Like that's what I went to school for and that's the tra- those are the trainings that I have attended. It's kind of like when we're looking at our finances. Yes, I can Google some things, but at some point I am going to have to speak to an accountant and get more personalized and tailored information that helps me in my situation. You know, there's a reason people go to school and have these careers and it's to help people. And so figuring out exactly which tools you are missing and getting support in that area. You know, if it's a dietitian, I would love to be here for you. If it's healing your relationship with food and learning how to take it from a fear-based approach to eating to an empowered eating approach, the empowered eating program is something that is written for that. If it's fitness goals, working with a trainer, if sleep is something you're struggling with, then get connected with a physician and learn more. There are reasons people are out there and they're just waiting to help you. You just have to reach out and ask the question. So number five is assess what tools I am missing and how can I start to fill my toolbox so I am better equipped. And then number six, the final step here is asking yourself, what will I do? We have now laid out your goal. We've had a reality check and evaluated your capacity. We've explored the options. We have identified who we are going to rally for support and have in our corner. We've looked at what tools we are missing. What are the holes in my process that I need someone else to help guide me in? And the last one now is what will you do? I want to get even more specific. I want to ask what are the three things you will do with this information? And I know, I know that fear. When we start actually writing down what we might do, it gets scary, right? Because man, when we when we put it out there, it's like, oh, okay, now I have to do it. Well, here it says, no one is reading your paper. No one's reading your notes right now. This is just between you, your pen, and God. <laughs> what is it that you want to do? I want you to just write it down. It's not a promise, but it's identifying what you could do, right? What the possibilities are. And then I want you to sit there and ask yourself, if I did these three things, if I did them, and I know we tend to be perfectionists and we tend to think things aren't going to work out, but we're just going to set that aside for a second, okay? We're just going to push that out. I want you to take a breath and ask, what if this worked out? What if it actually went the way I hoped? What if I did accomplish my goal? 
One of the automatic negative thoughts that often pops up here is something called future tripping, where we get stuck in the, well, it's not going to work out. What if this happens? I want to invite you to do the opposite. I want you to future fly. What if it did all work out? Can you feel that? Like, can you feel how incredible that would feel? How it would change how you show up as a sister, as an aunt, as a mom, as a friend, as a wife. My hunch is that you would have this unlimited amount of freedom. You would have more energy, both physically, because you are taking better care of your body, you're equipped, you have the tools, you know how, and also emotionally, because you're not hung up with some of the negative narrative and the way you talk to yourself and the horrible things we say to ourselves. You would have this freedom that you've never had before, and that will completely change the woman you show up as. At the heart of this show, my friend, I believe with all of my soul that you have something very unique you offer the world around you. There is a ripple effect from you. And one of the quickest things that stops or dampens that ripple effect is our own hangups, not taking care of our health, not taking care of our physical energy and beating ourselves up emotionally because we're holding ourselves to some crazy standard like who we were in high school or before kids or you know five years ago you're not the same person you are still amazing and today is the day that you no longer let fear hold you back and you discover what you're really capable of Whew, i'm excited now i want to hear what this does for you If there is any other way I can support you, I would love to learn more about you. You can always shoot me a DM on Instagram at JessBrownRD or find out more about working with me over at my website, JessBrownRD.com. You can learn more about my Empowered Eating Method program there as well, which I'm so excited, by the way. We are adding the live element to that program starting next week. So the Empowered Eating Method, it is a self-paced virtual course that walks you through the four parts of empowered eating. So we touch on um, body bullying, we touch on biofeedback, values-based health goals, and then of course, fuel planning, getting into the nitty gritty of nutrition where everybody gets their customized fuel plan. And up until this point, the only connection with me has been through instant messaging, which is a great feature. If you're in the program, please use it. I am there for you where we can message questions and the community can talk to one another. But what's cool is starting next week, we're actually adding the live coaching component. So we will be doing monthly group coaching where you can show up, hang out with me. We're going to talk through some of the, the wins and work through some of the struggles because Like I said in that six-step process, one of the most important things that we need is community. We need people in our corner. And so I'm really excited to add that layer this month. All right, sister, I'm wishing you the best of luck. Just remember, you do not have a spirit of fear. You have a spirit of power, love, and sound mind. I will see you right back here next Monday. Until then, cheers and happy eating. Gosh, I'm so glad you joined me today. If today encouraged you, would you take a minute and encourage me by leaving a review for the show? I read every single one of these reviews and your words, they mean so much to me. This podcast is here to support you weekly, but it only scratches the surface. To learn more on how you can become an empowered eater, snag my free workshop, how to eat intuitively and hit your goals without obsessing over food at JessBrownRD.com. Don't forget to join me right here next Monday where I cannot wait to fuel your awesome. Cheers, my sweet friend, and happy eating.